What is up, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Tea with Tina podcast. Today, I am going to show you a page out of my travel diary. I'm going to tell you about this past weekend's travels to Corning, New York. If you've never heard of it, it is a quaint little town with some really cool stuff in it. Um, if you like those non-busy but has things to do kind of trips with some nature and good food, this one's for you. Check it out. And even if you just want to hear about what I did, that's cool too. So, all right, this might be a little bit of a shorter one today. Um, Nice little listen, fun listen. And without further ado, let's dive right in. Okay, guys, so we are going to be chatting about Corning, New York. Um, Corning, New York, I live in northeastern PA, um, maybe about 30, 45 minutes south of Scranton, and yay, the office. (laughs) Um, They have an Alfredo's pizza, by the way, but anyway, um, I'm about like a three-hour drive, I'd say, to get to Corning, New York, Um, but it was a cool trip so I mean if you're ever out that way you know you can visit or if you're around the area within driving distance you can go as well um but corny New York is super cool they are mainly known for like corning glass um big glass factory and they actually have the corning glass museum there now and the you know the factory they're responsible for um science and technology in the glass industry um they produce things like gorilla glass um They've made a lot of headway in the, like I said, the glass industry, and they do make Corningware. And um, that's pretty cool, too. They have a store there where you can buy the Corningware, um, all the plates and glasses and all that fun stuff. Um, but we'll get to that in a second. The first thing I wanted to chat about was my favorite, which is food. Um Corning, New York, downtown, it's a cute, picturesque town, like something you would maybe see on, like, a Stephen King movie, and that's what I love about New England, and, um, they have a nice main street, and this particular week, they were actually having, like, a revival of the main street, and all the shops were open, and they had all these, um, like, events going on, I will say we drove up on... Sunday. Was it Sunday? Yes. We drove up on a Sunday and we got there early in the afternoon. And since it was a Sunday, most things were closed. Um, There were a couple shops open, but it was still cool to look into the shop windows and see the different kinds of shops that they did have. There was like a succulent shop, um, stained glass. Obviously, they had clothing and they had a ton of good food. That's what I wanted to get at was food. Um, the ones that were open were pretty slammed. However, we actually ate brunch at this place called the Quincy Exchange. And it used to be a bank. And they remodeled it to be, um, a restaurant that mainly serves brunch. I believe they served dinner too, but, um, since it was a Sunday, they were just serving brunch. And they actually, if you go in there, they have the bank vault still. They have the bank vault door. Um, I don't know if you could dine in there, but from what I saw, you they did st- 
store like their wine and things like that in there so that was cool to see it was a big ass vault (laughs) the door was huge so um that was one of the things that we did and this brunch place i'm not a huge i don't even want to say i'm not a huge fan we just don't frequent like fancy etiquette places frequently and this place for brunch we got like a three course meal okay out of it and we we knew we were gonna splurge so it was like whatever because we budgeted for it but um first things first since it's brunch i got a mimosa okay i got a mimosa and it was wonderful um their brunch menu was really nice they had like they had omelets, they had French toast, and it was a lot of, like, lighter stuff. But even before we got that, we did get a little appetizer of warm bread. I'm sorry, my cat is staring. Binks, what are you staring at? I always think there's a bug if he stares, and it panics me. But anyway, <laughs> um, we got warm bread, and I'm like, okay, it's just bread, right? But no, this bread was fantastic. One of the best bread I ever had, and the butter which if you want to call it butter it was like duck fat and i didn't know how i would like it but it was nice i enjoyed it um a lot it tasted pretty good and it was it was like a lighter taste it wasn't super heavy which is what i liked flavorful but not heavy on your stomach um but for the actual brunch part Derek got french toast which looked amazing i wanted something sweet but just based off like what we were getting i just wanted something more savory so i ended up getting an omelet and it was really good had veggies and stuff in it and it came with like a little side salad so that was fun and the one thing we weren't prepared for some things about the etiquette was um your server comes over gratuities included in all of your meals so you don't have to tip or anything it's strongly discouraged which is cool that's why it's a little bit pricier but it still wasn't that bad and um she came out and she's like would you like regular water or bottled water and i was like oh boy (laughs) this is fancy we asked for regular because i was like "Eh, it's water you know and she brings it out in this glass refillable bottle and pours it for us and i'm like oh boy so it was a little fancy um you know they bring in your silverware and they take it out with each kind of meal which was really nice they read you the specials that aren't on the menu they have different menus like every day um so it was it was nice it was a little little bougie but again it wasn't like super super expensive um honestly it was probably just a tiny bit more than what you would pay if you went to like olive garden or texas roadhouse so it was pretty affordable for what it was um but then they brought out like i said um the dessert menu which we didn't even think that you would get dessert because it's brunch and they kind of make it so you can't say no they're just like so this these are our dessert selections and me and derek just kind of looked at each other and we're like okay uh I guess we'll have dessert now. So that happened. And um, they had some great selections on there. Like, they had, like, it was, like, peaches with, like, lavender honey. And you're just like, what? It was, like, kind of, like, exotic but good. But I ended up getting, I don't even know what it was called. I pronounced it weird. But it was, like, a coconut jello, pretty much, with like um strawberries and lime and black sesame seeds it was fire i wanted to try something different you know because they had like tiramisu and like things that maybe you would know what they taste like but like i just want to get something different you know 
super good. You might have saw a picture posted on my IG. It was, it was great. <laughs> um, super good. But yeah, we ended up doing kind of like our three, four course meal if you count um, alcohol. So that was an, an experience for sure. Very happy about that. Unfortunately, towards the end of the night when we wanted dinner, um, the two places we wanted to go to were like absolutely slammed. So we actually just ended up going to an Applebee's <laughs> um, and I just got something really small and then Derek got something small and that was it. And it kind of sucks because coming out of COVID, everything has limited menus. So it was like normally what you would want from somewhere. They just had like the bare bones pretty much. So it was just one of those things. But I, if anything, that brunch was really good. In our hotel, oh, I got to tell you about this. This is exciting. Where did we stay? I think we stayed at a, man, I don't want to get it wrong. It might have been a Marriott. I want to say a Marriott. And it wasn't a super fancy one. I mean, it was nice. Um, it was just like a normal hotel, you know, nothing crazy. And we went there and they had um, like a Starbucks bistro built into their hotel which was cool and you could order food um from like a menu and of course they had an actual starbucks store now i'm not a big starbucks fan i'm more of a duncan gal with my coffee i don't think starbucks tastes bad i think it's super strong like too strong i think it's too expensive i hate the way i'm sorry if i offend anybody but this is my rant i hate the way that they name their small medium and large to make you feel like you're speaking a different language like i don't like that that gives me anxiety when i'm ordering like in the morning, we came down and I just wanted like a coffee because we thought they were doing breakfast, but they're not because COVID. And we were like, what did I say? I just was like, can I get a nice coffee, like a grande iced coffee with um, vanilla? And the guy just kind of looked at me like I was psycho. So I don't know how I ordered it wrong, but I mean, he got it to me. And I will say, without any creamer, the coffee with the vanilla was actually really good and I enjoyed it. Um, usually I'm not a big black coffee fan, but that was really good. My coffee, since I'm actually right here, that I get, I get bottled coffee, if you'd like to know. Sorry if you hear my AC in the background. It is, I'm in my, my fridge right now. Um, La Colombie coffee. Why? Wow, I probably butchered that. But it's like a blue and navy blue container, kind of shaped like like a triangle and it's just cold brew la c-o-l-o-m-b-e best coffee it says bold and rich brazilian coffee i love it it's not too sweet it's not tasting burnt it's great and i use like usually dunkin creamer in there and it's fabulous and if you didn't see on my stories i also posted about um chobani they had this like cookies and cream creamer that everybody was raving about for like the past couple months and I was like, I'm going to try it, you know? And it does not disappoint. If anything, it is, like, too sweet. So I would just put a little splash in there because it does taste good if it's, like, you know, mellowed out. But if you just drank it straight, you would think you're drinking, like, a cookies and cream milkshake straight up. <laughs> so, yeah, we got that going for us. Wow, I don't know how we got to coffee, but, you know, it's the tea with Tina. So we always got to talk about some drinks, you know? So yeah, we got that in there. So yeah, that was our whole kind of like food experience. 
Um, and we had the bistro at the hotel. But another cool thing I saw in the hotel, which I'm glad that they're finally starting to do, because I haven't seen it in any hotel that I've stayed in, is they had a Netflix login. That made me really happy. Um, the Netflix login, you just click on the app and like, I mean, what does it cost the hotel? As long as you have your login, you don't have to worry about like, they don't have to worry about paying anything. You don't have to worry about paying anything. So um, yeah, I just logged into my Netflix account and I watched some stuff. I actually watched, sorry for the explicit um, word, but we uh, watched Don't Fuck With Cats. And this documentary is like a couple years old, but it's super good. Um, I started like watching the first 20 minutes, oh god, probably like a year ago, and then I just never continued it. But one of me and Derek's favorite things to do is literally just lay in a hotel bed and like watch cable TV or just weird stuff that we would never watch like on our normal like days because <laughs> we don't have time. Um, and we watched this and oh, it's just this crazy story about like a serial killer pretty much who started off posting a video showing himself killing kittens and it progresses all the way up to a human and this wild goose chase to find him it is insane it is a true story um three it's like a three-part series and each episode's an hour long so it's not horrible but yeah we binge watched that all day <laughs> into the night um at the hotel so that was kind of cool so i was glad that we had access to netflix um but that's really all for the hotel they had those two cool little things they had a pool and stuff too but we never really do that kind of stuff but the other main thing that we did was go to the corn and glass museum that was super cool they had another museum there it was the rockwell museum it was an art gallery but it was um it was a little too busy for us we didn't really have the time to do it by the time we decided to do it but the corn and glass museum super nice they had all these different exhibits um i did post a couple of the stained glass things because i these there were these huge stained glass walls they were super pretty but they had everything um they had glass work from roman times egyptian times wine glasses they had things from the 50s india different cultures um chandeliers they had glass art from like modern artists they just had all things to do with glass <laughs> it was super cool they even had this giant piece of glass which was in the building they actually built the building around this piece of glass that was meant to be um they were trying to kind of make like the biggest piece of glass to ship out and it ended up cracking so they just left it there and like i said they built the building around it so it was pretty cool um, they have like a little science part to it as well and they have this big store right down the middle where you can actually purchase um, glassware made from these artists and it was super cool. Um, I love looking at all of it. Cause I'm, I mean I like museums but you know how some of them are kind of like meh. This one was really nice. Very nice. Very entertaining a good variety so i was happy with that um now some of these glass pieces though if you want to buy them oh my god they're like four or five thousand dollars and they were beautiful and i can understand why they would be so expensive but yeah some of them were crazy i ended up getting a little glass blown pumpkin because i always love seeing those um it wasn't too bad it was like 30 bucks and then i got a little glass black cat of course for my kitty binks who's laying on my bed right now 
um, cleaning himself. <laughs> um, so he's he's super cute. Uh, I'm happy with my my glass purchases. And oh, another thing that you could do there, you can actually watch them do the blowing of the glass, or you can sign up to make your own which it's mainly like for kids and stuff and i don't know we just weren't in the mood to watch it today but or the other day i don't know why i said today but we we also um speaking of blowing glass when we went to i think cedar point up in erie in ohio we actually we watched um a show with a guy doing the um, glass blowing there so that was kind of cool so it's like one of those things if you see it once you've kind of seen it all um, but yeah, that was our experience at the Glass Museum. Super duper cool. And other than that, the other two things that we did is, like I said, we, we walked up and down Main Street because um, there's a couple vendors and the different stores. So it was nice to kind of like window shop and just see the different things that there were. Um, really cute Main Street. They had it all coned off so you didn't have to worry about traffic coming through and everything like that. But the last thing we did on our way home was we actually saw this place called Newton Battlefield State Park. Um, we actually wanted, we came up this way originally because this place is about 20 minutes away from Watkins Glen, which I think a lot of people know what that is. If you don't know what it is, give it a Google. Super cool place. But we went up here when it was snowing hated it went to Watkins Glen everything was iced over you could barely walk I had to walk like a penguin but we did it and it was cool to see like the frozen waterfalls and stuff but when we came here we wanted to check out the Battlefield State Park but it because of how much snow there had to have been like two feet of snow they didn't clear it or anything so we didn't end up going so now that it's warmer we went there um super cool battlefield it was a battlefield during the american revolution um i believe i don't want to butcher it but i feel like the french and the indians were there um and some other people <laughs> and we we um checked out the battlefield they have one of those like obelisks there is a memorial they have a couple little informational panels about it they have a couple hiking trails and a beautiful overlook that i got a picture of um i got derek in the picture and i took another picture of the overlook so that was super nice um just a nice little walking ground and you can actually camp there the camp um grounds look super cute there's a couple rvs there they had some cabins um, so it was really nice. If I were to go camping, I probably would camp there because it was definitely quaint and spaced out um, and didn't look like it would get too crammed. So, And that pretty much wrapped up our trip, honestly. Um, it was a nice little two-day. We literally drove out on Sunday early, got there in the afternoon, ate, hung out. Um, the downtown was having like fireworks for the 4th of July at their little fountain, but... We're like, eh, if we stay up for it, we stay up for it. And we did not. <laughs> so it's like, eh, once you see fireworks, you've seen them all, you know? So we hung out, relaxing weekend, saw a couple cool things, and then headed home. And that was that was pretty nice. It was a nice little two-day, so definitely a good little weekend trip. Um, would definitely recommend. And it was nice to kind of, you know, not wear masks and feel some sort of normalcy during this trip. Um, I don't know if I chatted about it on here before, but 
I'm definitely facing like some new social anxiety from traveling um again because <laughs> when I first started getting into traveling I was like a homebody I um me leaving to go like 45 minutes from my house was like a big trip and I've just I I really had a hard time adjusting to traveling with Derek I loved it but I got so much anxiety because it was unfamiliar places where do I go to the bathroom because you know when I get nervous my stomach gets upset and then I'm running to the bathroom um all that stuff happens and it's kind of like reignited again since we didn't travel for basically a whole year with COVID or if we did we were wearing masks so I felt a little bit more more safe because like people didn't have to look at my face um even though nobody cares about me or looking at me when I'm traveling um so I'm kind of relearning how to relax with traveling um I'm curious to see how my first plane flight's gonna go um I usually enjoy flying but like I said I just I have this whole new wave of anxiety and I'm, I'm curious if some of you have the same um if you do feel free to like message me and let me know because I, I want to know I'm not alone <laughs> in that traveling anxiety crew um but you know it gets better you just gotta do more of it to feel more confident in it right and yeah so I think I'm going to wrap up the podcast episode there for today. Um, just a little bit different. You know, traveling is a big part of my life. Uh, it's not fitness. It's not health. But I like to throw in some fun topics as well because this is a lifestyle podcast. So if you enjoyed the travel podcast, be sure to give it a review. You can do that on iTunes and um just leave it five stars leave a nice little review it helps more people see this podcast um so they can listen and enjoy as well you can also share this podcast no matter where you're listening share it to your instagram story share it to facebook whatever share it with a friend who you think would enjoy um but yeah until next time guys have a great rest of your week and i will talk to you soon